0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of ASAP Watch 2018 season. Alongside me, as always, is Alex Rector. Alex, have you covered from your food coma?
1: I have. It was a pretty great holiday season, Matt. And I am pumped to be back on the podcast. I've missed doing this. I've missed interacting with our fans. I've just missed tennis. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's always... It's hard for me to say that when the Australian Open starts because the tennis off-season is like three weeks long, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just – It's non-existent. It's too short, yeah. But then the Aussie Open starts, and I just love it. So I'm freaking pumped to be here and talk about some American men's tennis. You know,
0: Alex, you might laugh at me here, but for me, the Australian Open is probably my second favorite slam. I think it's only because – you know, it's been so long since we had really a major. It's the first major of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's kind of comes at a weird time, but I kind of like staying up late, watching the matches. We have a tradition of going to sheets and grabbing some swings to watch yes, the sir. final at like you know three a.m. Eastern time. Uh, and plus, you know, the French Open doesn't have lights right now, so that sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Wimbledon is amazing, and U.S. Open in my mind is my favorite, but. I, I've always had a thing for the Australian Open, so it's good. Uh, for our fans out there, for our new ones, you can follow us on Twitter at AceOutWide. Um, you can also email us at AceOutWidePodcast at uh, And then you can also follow us on Reddit. Alex, what is our Reddit username?
1: I re- you you will you goof Twitter up. Twitter I is like wide the, PC. You got me there. And then and then Reddit is just ASAL wide. So, so
0: follow ASAT wide PC, not Aceout
1: Correct, correct. So Twitter's been heating up, having some great interaction with some fans lately. Um quick little dish, Matt. Australian Open this year gets a negative F. When it comes to their app and website, it's terrible. Terrible. I think they finally fixed it on the fourth day. I mean, it was literally inoperable uh, for three days. The TV I just coverage was terrible. I
0: mean, the TV coverage was bad, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Feeds were coming in and out, and I'm sure that was had a lot to do with ESPN, but apparently when we tweeted at the Australian Open, they replied back and basically took responsibility for that as well. So that's really disappointing yeah, they did. to see. Yeah,
1: they did. So, I mean, that was nice, but it's like you have literally 11 months to get this right.
0: Yeah, you have all day. Yeah. I
1: all mean, day. this is not a nine to five job every day. I mean, you get all, all year. Anywho, but uh, so, Matt, Australian Open News, American Men, anything that's uh, really piqued your interest? Well,
0: you know, one of the questions I had written down here was for us to talk about, kind of, you know, who's going to have a breakout year and who's also going to have a flop this year. And it's funny, I wrote this all down about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and so far it has been absolutely true. Uh, I've been impressed with Ryan Harrison, who I think is going to really continue to build on that momentum and have a really good breakout year. He's just inside the top 50, making his first third-round appearance in a Grand Slam. Uh, Had a great match against Judy Sailor. And it's just yep. it, it's just great great to see Harrison have this on, you know, on the court success. You know, he, he's really been grinding pretty hard. It was just a couple of years ago, Alex, that we were tweeting at him to go get a hot dog with us when he was here at the Kerry <laughs> Challenger in North Carolina. I mean, I he had dipped that low. I remember. Yeah. I Remember we talked about it. Yeah. wow what was going on with Ryan? So yeah, it's great weird, to see him come up.
1: Yeah, he had a weird two to three year stretch mm-hmm. where it was just not good. You know, and I think a lot of people were wondering, I mean, is this guy going to, like, retire at 23, or what's going to happen? And he's just uh, turned on the Jets. He um, has. It's always gonna, yeah, so he was gonna a new sponsorship as well. He's now a full-on Babylon player, clothes and shoes. He's always used the Aero Pro Rackets. Um, uh, so I think that brands are noticing his success as well and wanting to put some money on this guy. Um, so that's really good. Good to see. Uh, but a guy that I've liked, Matt, I talked about last year was tennis Sangren. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a, his first ever main draw match. He um, he for in the Australian Open, he beat um, a Frenchman, Jeremy Shardy, in three straight sets. Um, unfortunately, he's got Sam Wawrinka next. But you know, I think uh, I think it'll be a great match. I mean, tennis has nothing to lose, so go out there and swing big.
0: Yeah, um, and. T- Tennis was consistently just in the top of pretty much every single, I mean, challenge or draw that he would partake in. I mean, he was always the number one and number two seed. Seemed to be him and Escobedo would kind of be trading places for that consistently. Yeah. And uh, you know, towards the end, uh, you know, I know he would slip up at a couple turn- tournaments, lose a little early, or not quite win the finals, but you look at the points he was, you know, it was absolutely great. And now that he yeah, can
1: be absolutely. at
0: this level, you know, it, get, it gets him in the main draws of, like, the Australian Open. And, you know, if he can start playing these bigger, tall-level events, those are just more points up to grab for him. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I like that pick a lot, and I would like to see him battle it out. I'm really looking forward to that Stan-Varbrinko match. It's hard, but I think is beatable.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's coming off injury. He had a pretty tough first-round match against Brankis, went four sets. Um, Brankis! Yeah, I exactly. Just lo- I just Brankis. love that name. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's not impossible. And talking about upset matches, last night, uh, Mackenzie McDonald, a guy we talk about a lot on this show, UCLA graduate NCAA champion, took Grigor Dimitrov to five sets, and I think he lost eight to six. And he
0: bageled game. him, too, in the fourth. Don't forget about yes. that.
1: Yes, just, so I'm, I think it just really shows um, how big this guy's game is and um, you know the importance of how college tennis has helped shape and mold some of the new American guys. And, and we also I mean, need to
0: comment, you know, th- things like t- Tennis Sandgren, um, you know, for exa- example, uh, Kudla as well, they're at a level where, okay, great, you're not seated, but you're getting inside the main draw, but then you're going to get smacked, and now you're going to have to play Dennis Kula's, uh situation. Dominic team. Now, granted, they're currently playing at the time of this recording, and it's pretty close in the fifth set. Uh, teams up a break, but I mean, it, it, anything could happen. Uh, and really, I I was thinking about this last night. I'll be happy if any one of them were to win. And then obviously the Dimitrov match too. I didn't even expect it to go to the fifth set like we saw. So I think there's a lot lot of hope there and from an American men's perspective, they really need to stop picking up the slack. Because if you want to yeah. talk about people who I think, and I quote, this is what I wrote down, who will be the biggest flop of the year, and believe it or not, just over a week ago, I put down Jack Sock. And what uh-huh. does he do? He comes out the Australian Open, just falls totally flat. It doesn't even look like he wants to be there. You know, he, he had an issue in one of his earlier t- tournaments. Um, in the Auckland tournament, that he might be actually losing his appearance speed due to him tanking. I saw
1: that. He just shows oh, yeah. up
0: and didn't even do anything. He got like, he was, there was like, what, $100,000? the dollars. first round. Yeah. yeah. There was hundred grand there just from the show up. A tournament he's won, and he just flopped. So...
1: It was kind of a dick move. I mean, he looked like he didn't know how to play tennis.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm kind of wondering uh-huh. where his head's at, uh, because if you look at his season last year, really... I mean, it was great at the end. Like, he had a couple really good results at the end, and he had a couple decent results in the beginning. Yes, he, you know, he won Auckland, for example, in the beginning of the year. But, you know, the other 80, 85% of the year was just, eh, I mean, it was solid, but not what you'd be expecting, somebody of his caliber and his, I think his level of potential. I don't know if it's the girlfriend that's getting the way. I see her just, you know, latching on to him. Like no other, just going around seeing Sydney. Let's go to Sydney. Let's go to Perth. Let's go to Melbourne. Say what, she's messing with my boy's tennis.
1: That's right. That's right. It's time for a breakup.
0: Don't mess with my tennis. (laughs) All right. Tennis is going to pay the bills, not her. She is an expense. That's right. So that's 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 my advice to Sock. You know, (laughs) get your head back in the game. I I think it'll be okay. I think Sock is honestly going to flop miserably this year. For the first yeah half of the year. And then I think in the later half he'll stop picking it up. But yeah, I, I think he'll be my flop. He'll be outside the top. I mean, I think he's going to get outside the top 30 to be honest with you. I think that's a fall. He will fall.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's actually a pretty realistic uh, prediction to make, man. I mean, he's just always been streaky to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, issues with cramping,
0: so, too. You had that. You had that yeah, one play. I mean, I
1: think he's, he's been a lot better with that. That doesn't really bug me anymore. But, you know, so, you know, someone who I'm kind of curious about um, is Steve Johnson. You know, I've always yeah. loved the guy. Played at USC. Uh, the best, the most decorated college tennis player in the history of college tennis. More so um, than Isner. Yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of always been in that top 60 top 50 range and I'm just kind of curious if he's ever going to break that mold you know is he going to start getting into the top 40 into the top 30 where he's getting seeded into slams or is he just going to keep floating around I mean don't be me wrong great tennis player and we love talking about him on the show uh, I got a chance to watch him play at Winston two years ago got his autograph as well yeah he was the but... uh
0: top American at that time too Just taking it that week.
1: That's that's right, Um, and um, so I'm just kind of curious. It's not even I don't know if he's gonna flop. He might have the best year of his life. Uh, So we'll see. I just I just want to see something.
0: Yeah, uh, I I I can kind of agree with that. I mean, in his in Auckland, he barely beat Liam. I'm sure I'm butchering that. I mean, he beat him 7-4, 7-6, and that guy is ranked 397. I mean, that's somebody you expect Stevie J to kind of handle with ease, and you know, he, he's really not. Maybe it's just a late start this season. You know, one thing we really need to get, get to, you know, down to the bottom of better is what's really going on there, because these guys, it's a lot more than just a score sheet. You know, we we see that and we immediately immediately like to ascertain some type of, you know, statement or come to some type of conclusion. And I think sometimes that can be pretty premature. Um, Earlier on in this podcast, when we first started, I was a little hard on Taylor Fritz. But really, after talking to him, uh, you know, a little bit about his career and his year in 2017, it really gave me a chance to reflect and realize, you know, there's a lot more to these guys. you know. They have personal lives. They have other things going on. Yeah. And a lot of it, it's not going to make the media. You know, Everyone's obsessed with Nadal, jo- Djokovic, Federer, Murray. We know exactly about Djokovic's elbow and Murray's hip. But you know, is Stevie J going through anything? I'm not saying he is. But that's something we need to always be aware about. Yeah. And uh, what well, this know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know his dad passed away last year. Um, and he was a huge... Um, huge influence in Steve's life. Uh, big tennis guy. I I I know that was tough, you know. Um, so that's definitely. I think it's a great point to bring up, Matt. You know, these guys are not robots, and tennis is already such a a tough, mental and emotional sport, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a a very good, uh, very very good point that you brought up.
0: Yeah, I I think it's just something to. To, to keep in mind, I mean, it is a, it's a grind out there. It's it's not fun sometimes. You know, I mean, Correct. you you go across multiple time zones and you might practice for a couple days, get ready, and then go out there losing straight sets in 59 minutes. And then bam, you're heading home, heading home, you know, in the red with basically making zero money. That can happen to anybody. It's happened to pretty much everybody on tour, I can not guarantee it. So that's something to keep in mind, Definitely. but so it sounds like we need to see if uh, Stevie J and Jack Saw can kind of hold it together from our predictions. It sounds like it, they may not. Uh, and then, of course, looking at Ryan Harrison and Tenny Sandgren to really make some good push uh, pushes and uh, have some success for the 2018 season. So with that being said, how are we talking, how are we feeling about the Australian Open right now and at this point? We're currently, what? It looks like we're playing some third round matches. It's January 17th. Yeah. Uh, h- how are you feeling about the American men's performance up to this point? And what do you expect? And just late breaking news De- Dennis K- uh, Kudla just lost to Dominic Home team. I didn't have fifth yeah. set. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think if you're looking at the American men's performance at the Australian Open, uh, nothing is making you happy. I mean, the only, I think, there's a few glimmers. I think the glimmer for me was McKenzie McDonald going to five sets with Gregor Dimitrov. You know, toe-to-toe. That was awesome to see. Um, You know, but Query lost. Um, Isner bowed out in the first round. Like, what the freak, you know.
0: To Matthew and then.
1: I think Harrison's another. I mean, I think if you look at Harrison, too, I mean, that's great. That's a really big deal for Harrison first That's third huge. round at the Australian Open. Tiafu got a really 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 tough draw first round. He had to play Del Potro, you know. So I mean, not, I'm not losing sleep over that. I mean, no. it's, it's it, Del it, Potro. It, it, it's funny
0: start. the up and coming guys. I mean, they they play great people. They played some of the top talent, you know, and, and they're yeah. playing some of the top talent. You know, tennis. Yeah, Sandgren playing Stan Wawrinka, a slam winner.
1: Yeah someone else man i think that we need to give a little love to uh kevin king we've talked about kevin on the podcast before georgia tech graduate we got to see him play at the winston-salem open this year um, a lot of people don't know a lot about him because he's just a journeyman you know mm-hmm. been kind of in the 300s yeah. uh but learned a little bit more about kevin he had had dual hip surgery this past year i believe was coming back from a lot of injuries last last year i should say um Made his way through qualifying and played his first ever main draw Grand Slam match. He lost in, uh, to 6 six four six four six one. But I just thought that was really cool, man. I mean, just, I mean, you know, this guy's just got heart. He's just such a grinder. I just that just made, made you know just just got kind of to make you feel good. Period. Yeah,
0: and and he has to be happy at the end of the day, really, just to just to be there because most times he's playing challengers, let alone getting in the main draw of a slam. So I think that's great. That's great for him. And, and it is a tough draw. Uh, You know, kind of going off to your point, Alex, I mean, if I'm sitting here, I'm saying, like, if I'm a layman, somebody doesn't follow American men's tennis, especially those outside the top 50 like we do, I mean, where, where's the hope here? You know, if you just simply look at the bracket, I see one person the third round, and that's likely all it's going to be. You know, last year we only had two people. Third, third round. But hey, two's more than one. I mean, there's no good about out. Query should very disappoint from my boy Q-Dog should have advanced. That's just totally unacceptable. So now we have to lay our hopes, you know, Tony Sandgren to beat a multiple slam winner, Stan Baldrinka. And then, of course, in the third round, Harrison plays Chilich, another slam winner. I mean, we're, we're really getting beat up here with some, with some of these draws or some of these other guys and we can't expect them to just you no, know,
1: carry carry the weight. Yeah, it's tough um, when you're just not ranked high enough to be seeded. Um, so, um, I mean, you are correct. I mean, that's just been a frustrating part to think about American men's tennis for a while. We we haven't had a ton of guys in the top 30, uh, 32 to get those seeds. So, a lot of guys just have to play really tough first rounders at Grand Slams. And even if they get past that, Second round, they've got to pay play a crazy great opponent as well. They, they there's no, there's just not a lot of soft draws, you know, uh, for these guys. No,
0: there really isn't. There really isn't any soft draw, and uh, I mean, I, it, it's disappointing. But what I keep telling people and our listeners here is, I, I still see a lot of hope. I see a ton of potential here. Like you said, Harrison's doing well. We have a lot of depth here. And I'm pretty confident. You know, I'm done lying my hopes at the feet of John. Slam it in the net. uh, Isner. And then, yeah. And and then Sam Queerdog Query, who you don't know what the heck you're going to get. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I still think Sam Query at this point, maybe behind Jack Sock, if you mix in the experience, the maturity and everything, I think Sam right now is the best overall player we have, period. He has a serve. He has great ground strokes. You know, he stays pretty calm. He's been on the big stage. So I think, with all that being said, I always expect a lot out of Sam, especially this year. And seeing him lose the way he did, it's very disappointing.
1: True. True. Uh, but we'll see, though. We'll see. Um, but other than that, man, I think it's actually been a pretty good preseason for the American men before the Australian Open. Harrison got to the. The finals of a 250 tournament, lost to Kyrgios. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah Rubin, who did lose in the first round of qualifying Australian Open to McKenzie McDonald, did win a challenger. Uh, McKenzie McDonald and our boy Tommy Paul won a doubles title at a challenger. Um, so, I think all in all, I mean, the season is not looking bad. I mean, certainly had a bad showing at the, at the Aussie Open, but really, I mean, tennis is a long... Sport, you got to keep the end game going on um, in in perspective.
0: Oh yeah, and I mean anything can happen, but we also need to realize too, you know, Djokovic is back now. Stan Vavrinka is back back now. Uh I we expect uh, Nishikori too to be coming back here soon. So we're gonna have a lot more of the better players coming back. That's gonna push a lot, a lot of all these other seeds down. You know that means. You're going to face Cilic, um, early on in some other tournaments. You're going to face Kyrgios early on. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how our guys do, because a lot of people were saying, well, you know, somebody like Jack Sock could come up just because, I mean, the pool of guys, you know, are, are of your perennial powers, they just weren't there. And I think there's absolutely a huge argument to have there. I guarantee you if Nishikori or... Um, Stan Barrenka were healthy. Sock, Sock want to be there, so uh, I I think you're going to see you know John Isner, Sock, and Query probably. Huh? I don't know. Maybe we be a little streaky, and I'm hoping some of the other guys like Mackenzie McDonald, Noah Rubin, Jared Donaldson, somebody we haven't talked about, yeah. about yet, really boy. step up. And Francis Tiafoe too. I mean, they're, they're getting these hard draws, but when they go to like the 250s and the smaller tournaments. I'm ready to see some results, and I'm really ready to see some results at the challenger level. I think at this point, that's what we're going to see. And One day we're going to wake up, and the American not just got going to kill it. I'm telling you what, it's going to make a flip of the switch. You heard it here first. It may not be this year. I would expect it within the next one to two years. I mean, we're going to see a lot better tennis.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's. Uh, I think the future is bright. Period.
0: Now, who's your pick to win the Australian Open? Yeah, you know, U.S. men aside, I know you picked John Isner all the way.
1: No doubt, no doubt. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Dark Horse would be like Alexander Zarev, You know. Yeah. Um, I think he's just got he's just mad talent. Um. But I don't. I just have to kind of default to like a Fed or Nadal winning it again. I just don't see anybody at the top that's stopping them. And it's just so... I feel like it's hard to make predictions at the first of the year, you know? Yeah,
0: I feel like Fed, two might have one of the easiest brackets I've ever seen. I mean, well, maybe you know, I shouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, Novak Djokovic and Stan Havrinka are all on it. But Stan coming back from injury, Novak coming back back from injury. Um, if the seed's holding everything... Roger will end up facing uh, Delpo to play either Stan or Novak again if the seeds and favorites hold. But, again, those people are from injury. He's beat them all before. He can do it again. So, I, I think that's kind of, you know, that, that's really the easy for Fed to go through. In my mind, I like chillich to win it. Chillich or even Nick Curios. that's kind of my dark horse right there. I think Nick is so fun to watch. Uh, I'm excited to see him. Uh, potentially play Dimitrov again if the seeds hold. That would be a great match that I'd love to watch.
1: Yeah, there's just I'm looking at the draw now. There's just nobody big in Fed's quarter. Well,
0: I, I I mean, oh in the corner? No, in his half of that that in the lower half, yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, you have Delpo, who's great, uh, Goffin, Benito Beneteau can give people some fits, but he's fine. Yeah, no Fed. Fed got very lucky. I mean he's he Fed has a very easy path this time. He's just I mean yeah, easy. No, no, no disrespect to, to Delpo or or to even Burdich or, you know, Fogini and everybody, but I think Fet Federal just just fine. He's not really gonna be challenged till the uh no.
1: till,
0: till the cold is at best.
1: Curious to see how Djokovic plays coming back from injury. I don't think he's played since like Wimbledon.
0: No, he won't. Oh well, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I mean, obviously he beat Donald Young, somebody we haven't talked about. Donald yeah. Young just, uh, I don't know.
1: It's tough. I I'm ready for Donald Young to stop
0: a, playing tennis, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I um, I heard on Twitter that Donald just played absolutely insanely bad against uh, Djokovic. Um, I, so. I caught
0: a little bit of it, extremely late slash early in the morning, and. I, I was just like I'm, I was expecting more. I yeah. mean, you and me were yeah. talking, saying this might be the one chance he has to yeah. possibly knock them off. But you you can't count these big guys out. They they're gonna come back when they're ready. You know, these guys they're not exactly. gonna come back to play half ass tennis. They're, they're not gonna allow himself to do that. They're playing pretty much at hundred percent.
1: That's one hundred percent correct. Um, but yeah, curious to see how Djokovic plays. Actually, I think he's got a pretty tricky second round match against Monfils.
0: Gail um, yeah, piece always fun to watch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, anyways, Matt, so what else did, have we missed um, in the interim?
0: You know, n- not, nothing much. Uh, i like to say congratulations to Michael on winning our $15 gift card giveaway. Uh, he was one of our questions that came through by email. So what it is, is if you we're doing it again this year, actually. Alex, and I decided to continue our generosity. Exactly. So, if you are one of the next 10 people to email us a question at podcast at gmail.com, you will be entered and randomly selected to win a gift card. We had 10 great uh, questions come through uh, late last year, and now we're looking for 10 more. So... You know, please go ahead. Email us any question, anything whatsoever. What brand deodorant we use? You uh, uh, know, I don't know. Favorite actors? or uh, whatever you can think of, I will answer. Yeah, I will give the people what they want.
1: That's right. We'll, we'll uh, we can talk about it. Uh, we'd love to hear our listeners' thoughts on the American Men's uh, performance at the at the Aussie Open, It'll or lack fun, thereof,
0: but, really. Yeah, but, or lack thereof. Unless but, Harrison uh, just goes on a tear.
1: Yeah, it could happen. It can happen. Um, but anyways, Matt, I think uh, ending, kind of coming up to the conclusion of the show. I uh, just want to again say thanks to our loyal listeners for allowing us to take about two months off and be lazy. Uh, but I'm really excited to be back. You know, it feels it
0: feels good to talk to talk Tennessee, and you know, it, it, it felt different it not following everything, not being on the. Tennis subreddit all the time of talktennis.com and always on the ATP app seeing how people do and then point up some random challenger match in like Ho Chi Minh, Vietnam. Yeah, I mean, hey. I, I, it's just fun to do. So I'm just glad that we have a chance to really cover it and that we get you know a lot of fan interaction and, and you know people you know support us and seem to enjoy the content. It's fun.
1: That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, we're going to sign off here, and we'll see you in a few weeks.
0: Thanks, everybody.